Today is Tuesday, January 11th. The title for our devotional is Transformed from Glory to Glory. This week we are looking at one verse, 2 Corinthians 3.18. This is a profound but complex verse that speaks a great deal to our life-changing community theme for this campaign. Yesterday I tried to give you a brief overview of the overall context of this passage. Today let's begin looking at the passage itself. The place where we should begin is the main verb. 2 Corinthians 3.18, And we all, with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, and here's the main verb, are being transformed into the image, into the same image, from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. In the first week of this campaign, I read one of the only other passages in the New Testament where this word occurs, uh, are being transformed, that is. In Romans 12.2, says, Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Here in 2 Corinthians 3.18, Paul says that we are all being transformed. The use of the word transformed implies that we have already been formed by the world, by our family of origin, our personality, our experiences, etc. Now, upon coming to believe in Christ, we need to be transformed. What we need to be transformed into is nothing less than the image of of Christ. This is not to be mistaken with the image of God, which all humans bear as a status and gives dignity and value. The New Testament authors also speak about the image of Christ as a standard for the Christian life. The Bible Project video below spells out how the two are different and how they are connected. The next phrase is literally translated from glory to glory. The NIV translates the idea well, with ever-increasing glory as does the ESV, from one degree of glory to another. The idea is that Christians upon conversion bear a small degree of the glory of God. Through the work of the Holy Spirit in the Christian life, again note the end of the verse which comes, which says, which comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. Over time, Christians begin to reflect that his image a greater degree of the glory of God. This is a reference to the Christian's inner transformation of character. As the Spirit sanctifies the believer, they are transformed in the inner life to better image Jesus. The character traits produced which image the glory of Jesus are the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. To better live out these is to better image Jesus and progress from one degree of glory to another. This inner life transformation of the believer will be fully accomplished upon the return of Jesus and the fullness of his kingdom. It will come with a physical outer transformation as well in the resurrected body at that time. The transfiguration of Jesus in Matthew 17, the only other time that this word occurs in the New Testament, is a glimpse of this transformation to come for all who are in Christ. Matthew 17, too, it says that there, there he was, transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as the light. The radiance of Moses' face as well after being in the presence of God reflects this physical transformation. The transformation will be fully accomplished at the return of Jesus, as we've already said, and the establishment of his kingdom. Until then, we are transformed in our character. This inner transformation of character is produced by the Holy Spirit. The Christian's role is to contemplate the glory of the Lord. This is a profound statement that we will explore tomorrow. For additional content today, I've linked you to the Bible Project video titled The Image of God. For reflection today, spend some time reflecting on the concept of being transformed into the image of Jesus. 
When we develop the fruit of the Spirit, we are becoming more like Jesus and progressing from one degree of glory to another. Are you committed to this type of transformation in your life? Or are you viewing the Christian life as a get-out-of-hell-free card with no concept of transformation or spiritual growth and formation? Surrender to the work of the Spirit in producing this fruit in you. Tomorrow, we'll talk about what Paul says is our part.